0: Because work doesn't provide a work life balance. I don't care what work talks about. I don't care if they have a workshop on Sis. yoga. I don't care if they have pizza in the in the house in the um, office.
1: In the break room. I don't care if Fridays. they have a bar
0: that you guys are going to. Work does not provide work-life balance, and you have to set it up. And I think that's what this is really describing.
1: Come correct or don't come at all. This is the Hartzog Hustle Podcast. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. And we're talking about the hustle strategy and mindset you need to win in the areas of your finance, your purpose, and your future. You know what I'm saying? If you have heart and you want to learn how to activate the power of your hustle then this is the podcast for you baby for you congratulations baby. and now your hosts Anthony and Janilka Hartzog this is how it should be done all right yo yo what's going on guys welcome to another episode I always want to make sure I'm recording you guys watch us on YouTube, we got a whole setup here. But welcome to another episode of the Hardzog Hustle Podcast. My name is Anthony Hardzog, Mr. Hardzog Hustle himself. And I was told that I talk like I am on like 1.5. On YouTube. What?
0: Yeah, 1.5 on
1: YouTube. 1.5 and you could do 1.5 speed on podcasts.
0: What the person said was YouTube. That's so I was referencing it. <laughs> so
1: how do you guys listen to your podcasts? I listen to my podcast on one point one four. So one and one-fourth speed. Just kind of speed it, because people are naturally slow talkers, but being from New York,
0: we naturally talk really fast. Yeah, yeah, we do. We recognize that, because even when we're doing, like, IG Lives and stuff like that, yeah. people are like, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: this is uh, Mrs. Hardzog Hustle herself. <laughs> Janelka, what's that up? that name with me? Anyway. I have no <laughs> idea. Well, your yeah, makeup looks really good.
0: Hello. Yes, it's been a long day of content, so you guys are going to get this beat on this uh I don't know.
1: Is it gone
0: now? It's gone. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are going to get this beat on this uh, podcast. I won't always be like this, but here we are today. Yeah, so appreciate you guys being here. If you are new
1: here, we our podcast is about our hard hustle, but our goal is to help 9 to 5 of us create more impact, influence, and most income. importantly, income outside of their 9 to 5s because that's what we do, that's what we teach, and that's who we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say thank you for showing up. Make sure that you're subscribing, you're writing us a review, you're sharing, commenting. we got a few new reviews that I'm excited to actually share because, you know, we do review of the day or week, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. So this one is from Cashflow KD, and they called it Inspiration. This podcast is one of the best that's out there. I've been following you guys for the longest, and y'all are the first married couple... You're the first married example I've seen that made me want to get married. I bought your cleaning course with my girlfriend a while back. She's still growing her cleaning business at a pace she can manage. I have a successful vending machine business in the DFW, so I try my best not to put a lot of pressure on her. We listen to this podcast together all the time, and I believe it really does help our relationship and mindset advance to become a very healthy and wealthy power couple. So thank you so much, Cashflow, for sharing that. Make sure you invite us to the wedding. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm excited for you for your vending machine. Excited for your girlfriend for the cleaning business. Would love to hear you know. Let us know in the DMs or email us um, about how that's going. So yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's super dope because number one, they in Dallas. Shout out to Dallas, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and they are listening to us as a couple. And I think that's how I changed my mindset around a lot of things. It was listening to people who inspire me listen to people who are doing things that i want to do and most importantly listening to things that are helping me grow in advance so if you listen to those things together then that's super amazing so shout out to you guys for that and also leaving us a review today we're gonna be talking about a topic that has been um it's been a little trending topic
0: and and i (laughs) saw the
1: term and i was like what the hell is this and we decided we're gonna talk about it for a little bit so so yeah
0: so i the The topic is quiet quitting. And I think the name is... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't really describe exactly what it means. but So I have up here an article that was written by... Can't tell you right now. Bloomberg. Okay, Bloomberg. They started with closing your laptop at 5 p.m., doing only your assigned tasks, spending more time with family. Mm -hmm. These are just some of the common examples used to define the latest workplace trend of quiet quitting. Um, And the question we have... The the purpose of this topic is to find out if you have quietly quit on your employer. And just let me go on. Some experts say it should really be defined as carving out time to take care of yourself. So there's more that I'll read on as we go on. But yeah.
1: So yeah, deciding, finding out if you quit on your job or quiet quitting is the term. That's the term. And this is like a, and I saw this article and I was like, what the hell is this? What are they even trying to say? So pretty much what they're saying is. And me and Jinoga talk about this all the time is like mm-hmm. you're the type of person who does their job and nothing more or nothing less. Mm-hmm. That term is called quiet quitting today
0: because mm-hmm. somebody said it and then it became a tic-tac trend like everything else. So that's what they're calling it. And we've had this conversation because a few times when um, Anthony was still at his job, he would just say like this person isn't excelling or doing more. And I'm like, some people don't want more. And that is okay. And that's not even even in a negative way. They just want to come, do their job, get paid, and be out. They don't want to do anything else. And this is what they're calling quiet quitting. That's why I said that terminology, it's like, no, I'm doing my job. I'm not really quitting. I'm just doing my job. And somebody went on to say in the article, like, if you want people to do more, you should pay them more. Yeah, But what it reminds me of, uh, you know, you, you've you seen, I haven't applied for a job in years now, but you've seen a job ad and it, at the end it says, not as needed, but it will say something like, and anything else, not anything else we request, but something along the, the saying that, yeah. like anything else we may need <laughs> from you. So it's like, where do they draw the line of like, this is not in your job description or this is what we need at this time. So yeah. it's now in your job description. Um, so that's the conversation that we have today. So, are you quiet quitting? <laughs> that is a, so. Number one, I feel like so let us let me go back to my nine to five because that's I
1: think I feel like this, that was the most applicable mm-hmm. when this term before this was a term, but in this is most applicable to me and my life during that time. So, I had many employees, and I had different tiers of employees. I feel like, and even when you're interviewing people. Your goal is to find out what type of employee they're going to be. But most of the time, you're not going to know until they start that role. Until mm-hmm. Not even until they start it. Until so they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. After the honeymoon phase is over, you're like, oh, yeah, you lied this to me. Is this, this is who it is. This is who you are. I didn't, I didn't sign they're up like, for this. They're like, gotcha. So at that point, it's too late. But you have different tiers of employees. So I was a type of employee, like, we're coming up on the anniversary of Hurricane Sandy in New York. Mm-hmm. And at that point in 2012, I just started my job in May. Hurricane Sandy was a couple months after that, right? And Hurricane Sandy was a huge hurricane in New York. Streets were, streets were flooded. There were trees on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I was going to... You remember that? I decided I was going to drive into work. I remember you saying that, yeah. And that my, my drive <laughs> took three hours to drive, which is a 45-minute job normally. And it took me four and a half hours to drive back. But I was the you type... of life. Yeah, that was a whole day driving to and from work. But... The purpose was for me to show up and say, I did this. I went above and beyond in my job. Mm-hmm. Now that's the super high level person that's going to be gun ho about everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have the person that I had that we, I'm not going to mention their name, but they were literally, they had so much potential, but it's like, yo, five o'clock, I'm out. This is all I'm going to do. And that's literally, it was like, yo, you could do so much more. They like, hey, I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. And you always say that's the type You always said that Those type of people You gotta be okay with having Those type of people in your team Yeah
0: cause they're not doing anything wrong Yeah They're doing their job You asked me You have a job description I'm fulfilling I'm not doing anything wrong I'm not doing anything less I'm not doing anything more But I know we live in a society Or uh, the nine to five grind is like you do more and that's how you excel. Yeah. Right. That's how you move on up. Anybody else that's just doing their job ain't going to be a manager, ain't going to move on, move up the ladder, essentially. But like I said, everybody doesn't want to move up the ladder mm-hmm. and people have to be OK with that. Right. So this thing, this article goes on to say that. Um, like, like we said, quiet quitting doesn't actually involve quitting. Instead, it has been deemed a response to hustle culture and burnout. Employees are quitting, going above and beyond and declining to do tasks. They are not being paid for, which really came about when the pandemic started is what this is saying. Um, with being home, I think people have a whole new mindset. I even saw, um, a tweet today that they said people are getting offered 150 K, benefits, unlimited PTO, blah, 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 And the first question people ask, is it remote?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, so the person was trying to insinuate, like, this is a bomb package. But all the person wants to know, is it remote? Because <laughs> in the day and age that we live in. So COVID has changed the mindset of many people of going above pandemic. and beyond, apparently, the pandemic, yeah, um, that we are still in, not in, who knows, um, have changed the mindset of many people. And this is why this um Quiet quitting thing has, has come about. And like I said, I don't the terminology I think is contradicting because you're not quitting. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing what I get what I'm getting paid for. So mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like that even at my job that I'm doing what I get paid for. And I see sometimes that my manager goes above and beyond, which Sure, but my thing is like I don't have to go above and beyond each time because that's what you do. And I find that as well too. Like if you're um, you know, work under someone that they may do outside of their um scope of you know what they should be doing, and then now it's like they expect you to do the same. And I'm like, Okay, no, 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 no. And it's not like you can say I'm wrong, yeah, but it's kind of something that she expects from me as well.
1: Your light
0: looks really good. I what? Don't really get up. Okay. <laughs> I never really get up what there. I was looking again. at your lighting. So,
1: yes, your manager and that, and that goes. So let me let me rewind that for a second. You said your manager goes above and beyond. I think norm, that she does normally, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I was the type of employee who went above and beyond. So I guess another question I have is, did I quite quit on my job when I got to the point where I said I'm not going to do more than my required job as a director? That's because, what you're saying. Because remember, I had a conversation with my my boss, and he said. I feel like right now where you are in your life, if we needed you to put in sixty hours a week, like my other directors, you wouldn't do it. And I said absolutely not because you pay me to work smarter. forty hours. Well, forty no, I'm hours. Just saying. Well, as, you, you don't get as a director. You don't get paid to work any hours. So you get a salary, right? But I said no. My goal is to work smarter, not harder. So if you're paying, if I have to work sixty hours, that means I'm doing something wrong. I mean, something needs to be on fire in a company. I mean, something needs to be offset where I need to work 60 hours. But I said, absolutely, you're right. I wouldn't work 60 hours because it's not
0: required of me. (laughs) Or you're trying to overwork me and not pay me more. Or that. Yeah, because this is what they go on to say. The term quiet quitting is so offensive because it suggests that people that people that do their work have somehow quit their job. Framing workers as some sort of villain in an equation where they're doing exactly what they were told. Exactly. I'm doing what you told me to do. Mm -hmm. So now, because I'm not going above and beyond, I am considered to be, not a rebel, but, you know, a rebel. Yeah.
1: So if you're asking me to work 60 hours a week, and I'm only required to be here 40, your question is going to be immediately, my question is going to be immediately, am I getting paid for that? But as you get a certain level of status in your job, you don't get paid more money. That's the problem, too. You don't get paid more money for putting in more time. But... I see the management side of it is that I'm not going to give you more money if you aren't taking on more responsibility. Right. So you go into the job with the mindset that, all right, I'm not going to work harder. You shouldn't be expecting more money, right?
0: Right. I think people, I think that's what they're saying though. Like, so you're trying to say it's like a seesaw or like a cycle of who does what first? Yeah. The chicken or the egg, what comes first? Who does what first? So does the employee work a little harder and then they see the money, which we know it never goes that way. No, it does go that way. Not never, but generally. Most likely somebody's working hard for a year before they even get an extra bump.
1: Yeah, it's usually a long time. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. Or does the employer say, hey, Johnny, I want you to do extra. We're willing to pay you $2,000 more a year for you to do this extra task. No. I'm just saying they could do that too.
1: Normally comes after the task. So you take on a response. So let's say for a manager role at any company... You're not going to be get you're not going to get offered a manager role unless you, you show manager experience unless you show managerial rights unless initiative. you show managerial initiative. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to and I always had this conversation with my employees too is like you want these promotions and these raises but you ain't showing it. But you have to show me that if I give you that promotion to a manager that you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Because now if I give you and I understand both sides of it because I've been on both sides yeah. where even when I had employees who were older than me, I showed initiative so that my team could, my, man, my boss could say, all right, Anthony showed initiative. As a manager, he's going to take on more responsibility as a manager. I'm going to give him a manager's salary, pay, title, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But then i also see the other side of it is that I'm taking on more responsibility, more initiative, and I'm managing people who aren't even technically reporting to me. So now I'm going based off, hopefully, you pay me more money. Hopefully, you see my initiative. Jesus. Hopefully, you understand that I'm reaching for this role. So it, I think communication also has to play a big part of that, too, where you have to be upfront about what your intentions are in business and, and at your job. A lot of people aren't doing it. They're just doing it, hoping that this thing happens. I'm like, nah, I'm doing this with the intention of me becoming this. And I always was like that in my career, too.
0: But hope, but like you said, hopefully, because different companies, different strokes. I used to tell you that all the time. My company mm-hmm. is a huge company and it's just not the same as yours. Yeah. I could be working my behind off and I could, it could go a year two years and like, yeah, we don't got nothing for you. It's just not the same. And most big companies.
1: You're you talking way off oh, your mic. sorry.
0: And most big companies operate that it's way. It's fine. You could talk to me. But your mic is my like, mic was too on the side. Hey, way too on the side. Oh, I hope you guys heard me. They heard you. Okay, but <laughs> well, most big companies operate that way. But I think also what the quiet quitting is doing, which people recognize during the pandemic, is having that work life balance. Mm-hmm. That is what I think it's. Really describing that's why they say quiet quitting, and that's why th- when I said the first definition, it was talking about like spending more time with your family. Yeah, because work doesn't provide a work life balance. I don't care what work talks about, I don't care if they have a workshop on Sis. yoga. I don't care if they have pizza in the in the house in the um, office. In the break room. We I don't care if they Fridays. have a bar that you guys are going to. Work does not provide work life balance, and you have to set it up. And I think that's what this is really describing. Like you I, putting your
1: foot down. I find that so. Looking back, I find that so cringeworthy when we say work life balance. <sighs> there is no work life balance. Yeah, I just want you to work. And, I'm paying you while you're here. And I remember when we were. And I'm not down I'm not down talking my job or anything but it was looking back it was just like I'm selling a dream that I know didn't exist as Man, a as a hiring director I'm <laughs> selling a dream that I that I know doesn't exist you know and I tell people all the time is like now I don't don't use the term like we're a family no a job is like a team, a professional team, a sports team. Yeah, your sports team, you mm-hmm. may go to the bar with them, you may drink with them. At the end of the day, your job is not your family. This is not a family you atmosphere. Know
0: what? <laughs> Forget
1: it. This is not a family <laughs> atmosphere. Your job is a professional team where we come together. We have a common goal and our common goal is that championship. Our mm-hmm. common goal is that playoffs. Our common goal is that task. So when I'm sitting there saying, you know, we're like a family, you know, we provide work life balance, I'm absolutely lying. Out my team. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't but provide it. You can take it. Well, you have to be a very, a very black and white. And this is goes. This goes back to the the silent quitting too. Because if you use that term with the type of person you have to be to create that barrier, we're going to say you're not a team player. Mm-hmm. If you come in to work with that mindset, I'm pointing at your phone because that's what it, that's what, what we were talking. That's for. what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to. Our YouTube channel, youtube.com heart slash heartrimony. Mm-hmm. And while we're here, we're going to take a commercial break. If you guys didn't know, we own a seven-figure cleaning business, and our goal is to teach you how to scale and start a remote cleaning business without cleaning any houses. We've done over a million dollars in revenue. Our students have done over $4 million in revenue in an industry they know nothing about. Um, tap in. We're having a masterclass coming up. Link is going to be in the bio somewhere or the show notes. Check it out if you want to learn how we started and scaled a six, seven-figure Cleaning business without cleaning any houses. Yes. So if you're the type of person who comes in with that silent quitting mindset
0: mentality,
1: mentality, we're going to automatically say this person is not a team player. This person is not here for us. This person may not get the job.
0: Mm -hmm. So what does that leave you in your career? Well, some people, depending on the job, like your job, you had some silent quitters, if you will. And the job left them left them there. Oh, another thing is that right? Yes. But hold on, the job left them there. They didn't. Yes. They didn't do. They still were passing on their assessments. They still were. So the job just let them be. Yeah, we. But let, they would just be overlooked for promotions. promotions, raises. At the they was at the bottom. So of at the, the, the bottom of their, their bonuses, things like that. Yeah. But they exist. I think every job, like you, you know, you always say that everybody's not a leader. It's kind of the same thing. Like everybody's not a leader of your friend groups or your family. It has to be one person that takes initiative, and everybody sometimes just are there. And that, yep. and that's not a bad thing. It's just their role. Because they got to be somebody like that.
1: There was this... <laughs> speaking of the friend group and leadership, there was this, this whole tweet that came out. And the girl was like, I don't want a man if he's not the leader of his friend group. And it became like a whole meme thing where okay. guys, guys are like killing themselves to be the leader of the friend group and stuff <laughs> like that. But yes, <laughs> it was a side note. But yes, there are definitely people who just kind of get passed over year after year because they're... They're that type of person.
0: How do they get out of that, though? They have to go above and beyond them. There's no other way out of it. Like, you can't just do your job, basically, to excel at a corporate job.
1: No, you don't. You don't do, you don't excel, but you also don't fail. Yeah. So you go, you definitely go a couple years. I mean, do you got people like that on your team? Well, we probably can't say because you're still there, but <laughs> you definitely have people like that in the corporate space where they're just totally fine with coming in, mm-hmm. but you got to be okay with that as a manager or direct, whatever your role may be as mm-hmm. a leadership in a company saying that these are the leaders, these are the people we're going to continue to groom, mm-hmm. and these are the people we're going to put the most amount of energy in. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. We kept the most amount of energy, positive, negative reinforcement. We kept those people motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, we kept those people highly compensated. We kept those people highly engaged and we kept them moving up their career.
0: And it reminds me, because I'm sure you guys have co-workers that you could think of right now. Do you like, oh no, he done silent quit since he started. Yeah, those, <laughs> think about that. Do you got the person who comes in every
1: day and they just chill and you like, oh, they how are they still here? That's, That's the, the job. Be- yeah, the how they still hear people is who you probably say. <laughs> and even we all got those. And even in one of our businesses, we just had a conversation with some of our team members and it was like, listen, our and it's, a, it's it's also a challenge too because we're talking from a nine to five perspective, but then also somehow from the business owner perspective where
0: we've we, had people, in we
1: own the business too. and mm-hmm. then we work for the business. Mm-hmm. So of course you understand on the nine to five side when you have people in your team that's like you like how are they still here, and then when you're the business owner you're like wait these people don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, I only want people on my team who's going to take initiative. I want people who's going to care. And we had to have a, a candid conversation with someone. He's like, listen, if you don't want to be here, let us know that. And that's totally fine. But people,
0: how many people really have the balls to tell their boss, like, yeah, I don't want to be here? I did. Okay, you are one. There's billions <laughs> of people in the world. What the hell? Shout out to Tone. You know what I the mean? Hell? billions that of that people it, in the world. The tone. I did that, yo.
1: A lot that. of people,
0: but you also are in a financial financial space that you can do that too, right? Yes, definitely. So if you're not in that type of predicament, you ain't saying nothing. Nah. You're like, yeah, no, I love it here still. <laughs>
1: but the conversation
0: was like, listen, we
1: understand life happens. We understand people grow out of love with their job, but yeah. you could definitely see a shift.
0: You can see a shift. When you want
1: to be here and when you don't want to be here.
0: You could see a shift. And I, that's when it becomes an issue. I think as, the employee, as an employee, if I'm an employee, I ain't going to let my job know that I don't like it here no more. I'm going to still do what I need to do. But a lot of people don't do that, and you start to see a shift, and they say, you're like, okay, you don't want to be here. Might as well get another job. Time to move on.
1: Well, yes, I agree with (laughs) you. And,
0: I mean, we can say the same thing about me.
1: When it came time, I was like, obviously, Anthony doesn't want to be here. Yeah. So you got to make the decision as a person. Are you the person who silently quit your job? If so, we need to know. It
0: sounds like a... um those commercials, are you the one that got ran over by a truck? Oh, <laughs> text, make sure you text the number. I silently quit. Yeah, so we could, uh, what is it? Some legal action, whatever the yeah. case is. Um, but it was something else I was saying, um, just the work-life balance. And the, we were saying that the jobs don't provide it for you. So outside of maybe silently quitting, how do you make sure that you maintain that work-life balance? How do you make sure that you have it? If you're not getting it at work, if you're like working, 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 or obviously jobs say they want that for you, but they don't. Um, so how does someone have that work-life balance? You don't. You never can have work-life balance?
1: I don't you, I don't think you, you have know, work-life balance because there's a role,
0: the role requires you to put in extra hours and you sign up for that. It is what it is at that point, right? But the other reason why you probably never have work-life balance, I think about it, is because you do 40 hours at work. How many hours do you do for yourself generally? We do five days at work, usually. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have two days to ourselves.
1: Yeah, you got two days to yourself. If you work, if you work nine to five, mm-hmm. you get home. It's now six because you got an hour commute. Mm-hmm. And then you get home at six, you're you're eating. showering, you're eating, you're maybe resting, gym, so you're chilling. Three, four hours to yourself. And then you back down. And then you're down for the sleep for, for the, the night. Right race. So there's really no work life balance no, you spend I never thought of you that. You spend most of your day at your life. Work. And then you spend you spend one fourth of your day at work and then another fourth of your day sleep. And you probably spend another fourth of your day in between commuting, getting ready. And, getting ready, and then you got one fourth for yourself. So there is yourself. no
0: work-life balance? Wow. That's why we call it silent quitting. But it just feels like there is because you end work at five and then you have like these five hours generally. because People go to bed maybe 10, 11 to do for yourself. But like you said, if you're commuting... You gotta eat, you gotta take care of the kids, depending you know what's going on in your life, then that time It's a rap goes quickly. Hmm. Yeah, it's a rap. Anything else with the topic? No, nothing else on the silent quitting. So yeah, are you the silent quitter? Do you know someone that's silent quitting? Um Do you believe in the silent quit? I drop it in a drop it in the comments. Oh, let let me oh, let's oh, let's say our personal thing. I don't like the terminology of it. That's what I would say. I don't like what they're calling it. Because I agree that it's offensive because I'm not quitting if I'm working. I call you an underachiever. How about that? Or that's rude too. That's okay, offensive not underachiever. As well, <laughs> that's offensive maybe as well. A, maybe
1: a a non-achiever or or just
0: non-achiever is not the right word either.
1: A show up and show up and leave. That's not i I'm telling you, every single time when you when you are in a position of, of power at your role and you look and you're from the outside looking in, you see people leaving at five o'clock on a dot, unfortunately. Yes, you may have gotten your whole your whole day done, all your mm-hmm. work done, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. you're going to be, be labeled as that person. Sometimes I wouldn't leave at five o'clock just so I wasn't labeled as as, as that yeah, you person. You were nice.
0: I've always
1: I would five. leave maybe five ten, so that I'm not making it seem like I'm watching the clock ready to go. That was my thing. Because if I see you leaving at five, oh, 5.01, you leaving? Oh, you just got here nine oh one. You just got here. Nah. <laughs> I want to see, and that's. I never I,
0: thought of it that way because I'm always like, you spent eight hours here. Like unfortunately,
1: what? that's the nature. Yeah, I understand. Of, You're that's saying the that's nature corporate, America. Of corporate America. When I see you get you get to the job, and I got one of my close friends, I tell him all the time if he's listening to this, I'm talking about you because you know exactly who you are. <sighs> he would get to work at nine o'clock on the dot, mm-hmm. and he would leave at five o'clock on the dot. And when he would come at nine o'clock, there was one day he came, and his computer wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, if you got here early, <laughs> you would have been able to fix your computer." Oh, that's the phrase. If you're, um, if, if you're, early, you're on time, on, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. Mm-hmm. If you're on time, you're early.
0: No, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah,
1: if you're, that's that's it. We yeah. gotta find the phrase. If you're, <laughs> if you're early, write in
0: the captions what, it, right what it is.
1: If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't show up. So he oh, was on time because you don't leave no you don't leave no space for any issues. Mm-hmm. So if you get to That's work true. at 9 o'clock, that means you probably left your house maybe 8.30. That means you don't leave no room for traffic. Um, you don't leave no room for a, a key fob not working. You don't leave no room for your computer not uploading correctly. Me. So now it's 9 o'clock. You arrive to the job. Just like our cleaners. If you mm-hmm. arrive and the job starts at 8 and you're just getting there at 8, that means you're late. Because mm-hmm. now you don't leave room for lockouts. You can't find a key. You can't you find, can't find apartment, an apartment. House, you can't find yeah. parking. Mm-hmm. So the same things that we apply in our nine to five apply in our business as well. Mm-hmm. So that's if true. you're that type of person, we well, say it all the time. Don't arrive to the job at eight in the morning because now you don't leave any room for any error.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't disagree.
1: So appreciate you guys being here. To, let's you, you done? No, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys being here for another episode of the Hardzog Hustle podcast again. Please like, subscribe, rate this podcast. It helps us reach more people. helps us reach Comment, more. Comment, share. Comment and share if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, check out Cleaning Business University if you're interested in starting a six or seven figure cleaning business without cleaning any homes. Link will be in the bio somewhere. We appreciate you guys being here. See you next week.
0: Bye. Peace.
1: <laughs> this has been an episode of the Heartsock Hustle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And follow Anthony and Janilka on Instagram at the Hartrimony. That's TheHartrimony. That's T H E H A R T R I M O N Y. Keep hustling, baby. Keep hustling, baby. Get that money. Get that money.